Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I had to go about it, write it out, and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. I had to fail, had to fall, just for what I did well. And there's some stories I can tell you. This is the final word daily. India, Australia at Indoor Stadium, the third test match for the Border Gavaska series. Jeff Lemon, Adam Collins, and our first job is for Adam to tell you about the 88 overs that happened today <laughs> in the space of 30 seconds. The first thing I'll do is I'll tell you the show. So visit Victoria and visit Melbourne.com. We'll tell you more about them in the middle of the show around the Hall of Fame. 30 seconds, India win the toss and bat. Rohit Sharma was out twice in the first over of the test match. They didn't review either of them. Thankfully, Matt Kernerman did him with a masterful piece of flight to complete his first over. Rohit gone for 12, a brisk partnership of 27, which belied what happened for the rest of the Indian innings. All out for 109. A collapse in the middle, which was worth about 5 for 10 or thereabouts. Only Coley looked at ease against the turning ball. Lyon takes three. Coonham in his first five wicket bag for Australia. In reply, heads out early. Um, caught on the crease by Jadeja. An outstanding partnership between Kawaja and Labashane. Putting on 96, getting them to parity. But after that, they lose Kawaja, Labashane and Smith in the final 45 minutes of play, which means they have a lead of 47, but they're not out of the woods yet. 34 seconds, pretty good. Pretty good. In the context of the day. In the, context, in the of the context of the day, I reckon I've done well. Okay. Usually on day one, it's like, you know, oh, yeah, Australia have won the toss and batted. They're yeah, three they're for 100. For yeah, they're three for 297. Labashane's batted splendidly. He's on 120. Yep. Yeah, 14 yep. wickets. It could have been week. 24. Could have been 24. Could have been 24. And if you get an allowance of three minutes per wicket uh, on your overrates, <laughs> then maybe you should get an allowance of like three seconds per wicket on your 30-second summary. But that's not how it works. So the script was flipped. We talked about script flipping. The Australians talked about flip. Script, script flipping, script flipping, flippity scribbling, flippity scribbling. You've got to flip the scripts, and that's what they did. It's been all about the Indian spinners rolling through Australia in no time. This time it was about Australian spinners rolling through India in no time, 109. And it started, I mean, there was that feeling at the start of like, this could be a really, really bad day for yeah. Australia because Mitchell Stark comes on, bowls beautifully, Nick's throw at Sharma off. Pins him LBW, neither of them are given out, neither of them are sent upstairs. And fair enough, by the way, before anybody piles in on A, the umpire, and B, the Australians for being a shit at decision-making and shit at reviewing, the first one, there was no... It looked like daylight on the replay. There was no deviation of the ball. There was the tiniest feather on the bat. It was the noise, I reckon. Like, yeah. I was on commentary at the time, and I called it as out because of the noise. So usually that's sure. enough to persuade a cordon to go because of the way Snicko works. But yeah. And usually Smith's a compulsive reviewer. Like, let's sure. remember how he used to marshal that particular part of his game as yep. full-time skipper. I was surprised he didn't go. And I reckon because the first one didn't go, 
he was reluctant to chase mm-hmm. his losses by going up the second time. You know well, how it can affect? One can affect the next. But there's also that the stump mark is much closer to the snick than the cordon is. True. And it's noisy out there. The crowd's going. They had a really good turnout in, in today and they were very, very noisy, especially in that first over. So uh, I thought it was understandable. Nobody on the field thought that it was out live is, is the key point. Here. Right, yeah. So it's pretty unreasonable to say that, oh, they all should have known just because you've watched the slow motion replay back again and you happen to know on your couch that it was out. The LBW hit him above the knee roll, looked high. It's just that this pitch had no bounce in it and so it would have hit the top of the stumps. But if Mitchell Stark hits you that high in his first over with a new ball, you know, reasonably an umpire says that's probably going the over. The body language of Andrew McDonald, though, when when the second one, like, you yeah. know, we see the first one caught behind. Yeah. When the, it's like, another one? That, another you know, one, the, yeah. the, the, the look in McDonald's eyes <laughs> when hand over the face. Then there was a ball that didn't carry through to the keeper. I think an over oh, three yeah, of the test. Was, there was, uh, I mean, there you was think, one that got edged to slip, didn't it? In front of Smith, yeah. slip. The, the, the most noticeable one was the one that pretty much rolled to carry. And yes, that did give them a moment of, gee, God knows what's going to happen with this mm-hmm. surface. But also, yeah. we've seen balls bounce twice before reaching the keeper sure. on like the MCG a few years ago and that yep. meant for two dreadful days in the dirt so at that stage it can go either way especially given how well Gill started and that's that's the kind of way that luck can turn right like if you you have your couple of chances you don't take them Shubman Gill comes out bangs four through cover mm. another one hits three boundaries in no time is quickly past 20 and you can I mean it can just slide away from a team in no time at all and then it just goes drastically in the other direction. Suddenly everything flips the other way. So Matt Kuhneman gets one to spin past Rohit Sharma, who comes down to clobber it over long on. And, I mean, he was so close to the pitch of that ball, and it turned yeah. so sharply that it still beat the edge. He gets stumped. Kerry gets his second stumping in as many matches after not getting one in uh, the entire career up until this point. And suddenly, the Australians are into them. I just want to back over the Rohit dismissal. Anyway, all, we're talking a lot about the first half an hour of play, but it felt instrumental. Oh, yeah. The Kuhneman over, he had Rowett sweeping, he beat him for pace, then last ball of the over, he gives it more flight, slows it down. Um, that was a Jadeja delivery um, from a bloke playing his second test match. Mm. You couldn't have really thought he'd be any chance of playing test cricket three weeks ago when he was playing in the Sheffield Shield before he was called up for the second test. It takes guts and skill to execute that. It was perfect. And yeah, it's the right... Yeah, it, it's luck to the extent to which that's the ball row it comes down the track at him. But nevertheless, you've got to give it a chance. You've got to give yourself a chance right. as a spinner. And credit to Carey. He takes that high in the right webbing. Doesn't glove that. Can be a very different game. We saw how hard it was to keep today. KS Barat um, took a great catch at the end of the day to remove Steve Smith. But generally speaking, he battled. And he's been the more impressive of the two mm. stumpers in the series. And that's no, no slight on, on Carey. Just simply that Barat's looked outstanding. So Carey, who's... I suppose falls into the tradition of Australian wicketkeepers who are thought of as batters first, probably, given mm. um, that's the way he got himself in, into the side with runs, not so much with exploits with the gloves. He's not one of these sort of novelty keepers who, you know, um, like um, executes a stumping standing on his head, you know, Sarah Taylor, Jack Russell-esque. He, he's more a batter who can keep. And to, to, yeah. to take that stumping, to get Kuhneman's confidence uh-huh. up, Kuhneman gets a second yep. wicket, then the pitch starts really going through the surface. I I, wanna, and I, I don't would, like that quite so much, I must say. I want to see him keep like Sarah Connor, not like Sarah Taylor. Yes. I, want, I want him to flip his <laughs> hospital bed up on its yeah. side and do chin-ups until yeah. he's jacked. I want him to get a hunting knife and carve no fate into a wooden <laughs> picnic table. That's how I want to see Alex yeah. Carey keep. That's playing with a hard edge, Australians. I just want to, just for the sake of consistency, I was critical... I've been critical of pitches when they're exploding through the surface on morning one. Yes. I think that's when it becomes a lottery. I didn't like that today. Mm-hmm. Like, I just think that 
like I don't mind turning pitches. I love turning pitches. I love exciting cricket in India, all of that. It's not a reflection on that. But they, they've gotten this one wrong. They've, they've overcooked this one. It was too dry and it was turning just as prodigiously and, and, uh, and the dust was just as evident off the grassy bits of the pitch. Mm. We weren't just talking about the bits that you identified them rolling at the ends. This was like short of a good length. It was still right. exploding. So the batters didn't have much of a chance as evidenced by the Pajara dismissal that... I mean, it turns square in lines. Yeah. For, you're not meant to see spinners turning the ball like that in the first session of a test. That's, that's almost overdoing it. And it was still exploding by the end of the day yeah. as well. You know, there was, well, there was the ball that Jadeja bowled to Kawaja that went over Kawaja's shoulder and, and was sort of taken by the keeper somewhere up around here in the top, uh, top right of frame. So, yeah, it, it, there is that point where if, if skill is not the predominant part of the equation in yeah. the survival out there, and it becomes more about luck. But we did see skill from Usman Khawaja. But we'll come back to that in, in a second. Yeah, the, the Pajara one pretty much crawls along the floor. Um, by that point, Gil, uh, Gil gets caught at slip by Steve Smith. Catch number 153 for him. He's sneaking up on Ellen Border 156 and yep. Mark Taylor 157 in terms of career catches for Australia. Um, and so Kuhneman's got a couple. Then Lyon gets his first. Lyon gets his second. Uh, Kuhneman gets his third. I mean, there's that Australia shot. Australia plays a dog of a shot. Yeah, there's mm. that sloppy pull shot that goes to... Uh, to sort of straight mid-wicket, short mid-wicket, and or short straight mid-wicket, both of those things. And then Murphy gets in the book. He only gets one wicket, but it is Coley, and yeah. Coley's the one who's handling the conditions best of all. And Murphy, from around the wicket, floats it in, does him in the air. It turns back, but it doesn't turn back dead straight, which Coley's playing for. It turns a little further, so hits him. It's, it looks like it's heading for middle. It's just where Murphy's a different bowler to Lyon. Yeah. So Coley batted exquisitely for 22. He mm. top-scored, but... Um, you know, on a different day, we're, we're having a, a conversation for a quarter of an hour about a Coley 100 against the odds type of thing. It took something pretty special for Murphy to, as you say, straighten, but straighten not quite so much. And this all comes back to the fact that Murphy has the ability to slide it across the right-hander, and they are timid about playing him as a consequence of that. They're not as happy to get kind of playing from the line expecting it to spin because if it doesn't spin they're in trouble outside the off stump mm. kind of the same problem that many sides have got into against Ashwin across the journey so yeah I think that's a that's a wicket partly born of the, the work at Nagpur and what we saw early from Murphy today he landed it from the first ball he bowled was spot on so yeah only one wicket but it's the Coley moment and the Coley moment always means so much and then you come down to the because you know Jaday just been out quickly with that pull shot but it comes down to the Akshar Patel Ravachandran Ashwin thing and finally they can't dig India out of a hole with the bat yeah. they've done it so five of India's top six partnerships in this series have involved one or both of the three spinners <laughs> so there was that one between Rohit Sharma and Kale Rahul where they made 120 odd in the second innings at Nagpur where they were well ahead of the game aside from that the next five most prolific innings in the series have either been both spinners or one spinner with somebody else so they have done the job but it ended up being too hard as Kuhneman grabbed a couple more five for 16 the cheapest five for a Australian Australian in India after Michael Clark six for nine. They're a beautiful set of numbers. I, mean, I reckon when they came back out after lunch, you know, it's, it's seven for 84, but it's Ashwin and Akshar, and the eighth wicket partnership's been such a bugbear. Remember, they had them seven for 139 last week at Delhi, and they got away from them, and, yeah. and, and, that, and that test match turned accordingly. So I, I reckon Australians were still thinking, you know, we've got to really finish this well, and yeah. Kuhneman did. You know, to find the edge of Ashwin with a, another delightful delivery, similar to the ball that he bowled to Rohit Sharma, mm. yeah, getting assistance from the pitch, but 
got to give it a chance. And then going through Umesh Yadav on the arm, not yep. before Umesh will come back to in the Hall of Fame. Hit a couple of um, big sixes and then, yeah, Ak Akshar's left not out on 12 and never really took the long handle because he never really had the chance. Right, yeah, I mean, the, the, that opportunity didn't come up. Umesh Yadav only knows one way to play <laughs> and he did have the ball turning into him rather than Kuhneman turning it away. But in the end, he's one of the most stone-dead LBWs I've oh, ever yeah. seen. Um, I thought they were going to review it for a sec. Yeah. I said on commentary... They'll review it. Yeah. Like they really, they really can't review it, but they might have to. Um, Rarely do you see a team for the ninth wicket. You know, they're they're eight down, and it's an LBW, and they have reviews in hand, and they're like, nah, don't I can't bother. justify don't it. Don't bother. <laughs> I'm just gonna walk straight off. Yeah, well, um, I'm wasting. My, it's like the teacher getting yeah, angry at you. You're wasting your time <laughs> and you're my, time. my time. You're wasting everybody in the class's time. Um, and then yeah, Siraj not being a bit dozy and not racing back yeah. to the second when Akshay called him through. So Akshay Patel, 12 not out, helps his average. Why not? Uh, why not give him a little boost? Leading uh, run scorer in the series yeah. and all that. You know. And then and then yeah, 109 all out. But I think even then there's a point for if you if you've been watching Australia through this series where you think well if India got out for 109 will Australia be out for 72 I genuinely thought I'd see Rohit Sharma bat a second yeah. time today yeah. you know, and, and especially that wasn't after on the pale. well head gets out for 9 yeah. caught on the crease to Jadeja he was furious he was smashing the shit out of his pads on the way off the ground and punching his bat and all the rest of it because he knows that that is the kind of the the, the, the way he was getting out last year in Asia, that's a replica of that. Mm. Look, of course, Tradesia's different gravy, but nevertheless, it, it was frustrating for Head, who got off to a good start, hit a boundary and all the rest. And then I've got it in my book here. You'll see it, Jeff. Labashane bold, J-A-D-E. And I've got a line through it. That's uh -huh. when he, it was seen that he'd overstepped. But Manus, Jade. Manus, who was, um, has that um, eagle on his bat, which in the test documentary they attribute to the luck that he enjoys back oh to his religious man. faith and all the rest of it. Well, I'll put that to one side. This is a lucky, lucky man. Maybe he gets we'll, away with it. The third we'll... time in the series, Judeo's just taken a wicket oh. that's been chalked off from overstepping. But... A bloke that has one step on the way in. Well, exactly. That's the thing. How? Uh, and, and he's bowled a bunch of other no balls as well. Um, I don't know how he does it, particularly when he pulls his foot back after landing. Maybe that's why. Maybe he looks down and sees that his, his heel's behind the line afterwards. But it's not when your toe hits the ground. So, I mean, yeah, extraordinary that, that Labuschagne's able to survive. He ends up making 31, puts on a partnership of 96 with Wisman yep. Kawaja. And, I mean, goodness me, Kawaja played so well. He did. He didn't give a chance. He barely played a false shot. There was that one little squirt around the corner to a sort of leg slip where there was nobody standing. But there was barely even a false stroke in, in that innings. He got forward so well to defend. He went back. He didn't sweep much. He played a couple of reverses and nailed them. Um, but, a, but that was when the line was right and the length was a little shorter and he was able to line up that ball properly. Uh, and for the most part, he was just patient. He picked them off. He faced, what, 180-odd deliveries? Close to. Yeah, it was well over, well over 150. Just on you know, on the Kawaja decision-making process today, he said on telly after play that he didn't change the way that he played at Delhi. And, and maybe that is the case. But there'll be criticism that he's out to the sweep, I'm sure. But when he played the sweep, I mean, Usman Khawaja has rebuilt his game in Asia from sweeping. At one stage after his um, twin tons against England last year at, at Sydney, he was averaging in the previous 12 calendar months 350 playing the sweep and the reverse sure. sweep. I mean, this guy isn't going to stop sweeping just because last week Australia lost six batters that way in the second dig at Delhi. That's, that's not realistic. But nevertheless, it always looks bad when you hole out for 60 because he's yeah. obviously so well set to that point. I don't think the, point. The, the criticism should be about the sweep, but it could be about why you're playing a lofted sweep At when they have a deep mid-wicket out and there's half an hour to stay. And he hit a boundary like a couple of balls before. He was already headed in the count in the over. And, and, and they just gotten through that really tough period with Judasia and Ashwin. I think Ashwin was out of the attack at the time off the field. And they you know, got through a tough stretch after T 
Um, and they, you know, they put on 96, so it, it felt like they were on the cusp of batting through the day. And, right. and, the, and that was the, the bit that changed it. But yeah, just on Kawaja, more generally, like, yeah, Smith and Labuschagne are Australia's two highest ranked batters and all the rest. And, yeah. it, you know, they've got the, the most runs and so on. But Kawaja, when he's in, adds a degree of serenity and a, and a degree mm. of calm to proceedings that the other two can't. When, when he's in like that, it makes Labuschagne's eccentricities feel less problematic. Mm -hmm. It makes everything kind of just feel okay. Like there's a grown up in the room, he's in the 22 yards that matter most and everything will just be fine while Kawaja is there when he gets in and he got in today which meant mm -hmm. that for that half an hour to tee, it looked like suddenly they were playing on a, on a different pitch altogether. Yeah, exactly that. There, were, there was still jeopardy, there was still you know, that, that point of needing to work as hard as possible but yeah, it's Kawaja getting out not that long after Labuschagne gets out that opens it up again for Labuschagne India. Labuschagne going back getting bold. Uh, and yeah. the, and and then Smith out there with, with hands combating and, and, and Jadeja gets Smith to edge away to slip, uh, sorry, to edge behind just before the close of play. So, well, you know, a, a few overs before the close of play. Green and Hans can get through without further problem. Hans can look really good as yeah. well. He's suddenly... Is that a green? His, his, his ability to, to shift... Like the depth in the crease, we you always talk about with Hanscom, but the way he gets so far out ahead of his ground while just keeping that back toe in, he's, it gives him about three metres worth of reach that he's able to use to change yeah, the length it, of the ball. It bowling. looks like he's dancing, but he's not. It's a great observation. Yeah. He does keep his foot planted. He must do a lot of yoga or whatever. In fact, he, I'm, mm. I'm certain he does, because how could he be so flexible to meet the pitch of the ball like you're describing? And Green as well, you know... Uh, he, he swept his way to 77 at goal last year, which proved um, defining for Australia. Didn't play that shot tonight. It was about his dancing. And that was another feature of the innings at goal. So good early signs for Green and a reminder of what they've lost in the first two test matches, not having him batting there at number six. And just on the Smith dismissal, you know, Judasia didn't bowl as well today as he's bowled um, in previous innings through the series. He bowled a couple of poor spells, a couple of good spells. But, you know, he just has a way of influencing games against Australia and he's taken the first four wickets mm -hmm. without even bowling the house down 21 in the series and Smith just when Smith, he was mate. set he hit a boundary I think he hit three boundaries in two overs and he did nothing wrong it was a lovely delivery that dipped on him spent prodigiously puff of dust and KS Barat um, the most important part of the day for him came in the last couple of overs and and credit to him for keeping his composure because seeing the back of Smith for 26 knowing the way that Smith can turn test matches just like this. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I think we'll be talking about that dismissal again. Yeah, so that match so well poised. I mean, they could run through Australia tomorrow for another 20 runs um, or, or Australia could go on and add another 100. You just don't know at this point. It depends on how it plays in that first session, I suppose, whether it's harder to bat on as it seemed to be today. But let's come to the Hall of Fame. Uh, it is brought to you by visitmelbourne.com. That's the website if you want to visit Melbourne, where we're from. Uh, it is, ah, I'm going to say the best city in the world because well, it's easy for me to say that. Uh, I, I, I not only said that, I, I once had to front up on BBC World and explain Did you? why Melbourne. Back in 2012 when I was living okay. in the UK, a friend of mine was a producer there. Melbourne, once again, was identified as the best city in the world. Most livable city. Was that the Most livable city. Yeah. It was my birthday, actually. I was quite hungover. So it's not the cleanest city can, in India. Can, can you can't get, take that well, title. You can't take that but, away from but, this fabulous place of indoor. Love the ground here. Um, and I got dragged into the studio and they played me in to the Neighbours theme song. Uh -huh. 
So I'm on the record as saying Melbourne's the best place in the world to live, although yeah. I don't live there anymore. It's a great place to grow up. I love returning every year. Sporting capital of the world. Get yourself to Victoria. Plan a trip around watching a test match or, or maybe the Melbourne International Comedy mm -hmm. Festival coming up in April or maybe the footy finals or the spring yep. carnival. There is so much sport to enjoy and love in Melbourne. Right, so visit melbourne.com if you want to plan your Melbourne moment. Now, what did we have? Hall of Fame, one for me, is that I just happened to work out today coincidentally because I was looking at Tim Southey's six hitting. Umesh Yadav, of players who have hit more than 10 sixes in their careers, has the highest proportion of his career runs in sixes of anyone You've in done me. history. You've done me. I was going to do exactly the same uh, thing, or maybe a little bit of nuance. This. I okay. was going to say that um, when he walked out to bat today, I got this Umesh Yadav stat I like to bring up, that his percentage of sixes to fours. Yep. So he walked out today, um, 22 sixes and 40 fours, and it's now 24 sixes and 41 fours. So he's put a gap in that, okay. and he go pulls level. Thing. Pulls level with Virat Kohli. Put a 20, gap in him. To put a gap in him. Go, you good thing, go. Um, it, uh, if, if you know that reference and you're watching in India, you watch, you, you've been watching a lot of YouTube. Maybe you have. Um, uh, Fatso, the fat-ass wombat, mm. Google it. Mm. Um, the, yeah, the, he's hit as many sixes in Test cricket as Kohli, who's got the better part of 10,000 runs. Well, I mean, that means they're as good as each other. Clearly. Statistics do not lie. Clearly. Umesh um, is as good as Kohli. Tell us about it in the comments. So I'm gonna, also going to lodge Manus Labuschagne here because we didn't touch on... Like, yes, he was bowled off a no ball. Uh, he was also given not out to a plum LBW that India didn't review yes. for some reason. Three reds and all the rest uh, didn't go upstairs. Um, and then he nicked one into the keeper's pad that ballooned up over slip uh -huh. and wasn't caught. He continues to be the luckiest player in Test cricket and despite three lives they had to get him out four times in an innings of 31 runs which ended up being a really important contribution. Well it was that kind of day I, I want to uh, give a nomination to Richard Kettlebrough. He spent more time talking on television today than I suspect oh. some of the commentators did. Yeah. The, the amount of decisions that were sent his way, even two bolds two bolds they were reviewed, sent Yeah, we, that, that, we should have put this the one Shreya earlier. Sire, who, and I think there was the Manus Labuschagne, oh no it was going to be reviewed then it was an overstep from Judasia, but I think they were looking to send that upstairs for the bold as well. Right, so yeah, the Shreyas Iowa one's a bottom edge and the ball just grazes the outside of off stump um, and, and the bale falls off after the event. So I think we're just getting some, uh, oh, we're getting a, a gas tanker pulling up behind us. This is good. Um, so I think they weren't sure whether Alex Carey's gloves were in front of the stumps right. when the ball either hit the stumps or whether the gloves had knocked the bales off. In the end, the gloves were nowhere near it, but there was that check because they just weren't sure whether it had actually bowled him. Um, my last Hall of Fame is the uh, the gentleman who just came out of the ground here in a ground entirely full of bright yellow and bright blue seats wearing his Parramatta Eels jersey. Oh, yeah. Blue and yellow. Did he know? Ted. Did he know? Did he design his wardrobe with that in mind? Did he come by here yesterday and scope it out and think this is, an, this is Eels territory? <laughs> He's not the only Parramatta. There's Pete here with um, with uh, Lukey Sparrow as well. He wears the Parramatta top every day. I saw him waving the flags as yeah. Australia hit a boundary this afternoon up on, on the TV screen. So, and, and credit to those guys too on the way out. Like that hard yakker trying to rearrange a tour that was meant to be in Durham, Charlotte today. Um, they've, they've worked hard to, to get here and they've done a great job bringing a lot of people to indoor and I'm really enjoying it here and, and looking forward to the next few days. Right, that is enough from us. This has been the final word daily. India, Australia, BGT, all the hashtags, all the rest of it. I don't know. Visit Victoria. Visit Melbourne. Follow the channel. Tell people about the show. If you really like the show, patreon.com slash the final word. That's how we keep funding it and we keep making it. Aside from that, tune in tomorrow for the final word daily, day two. Good night. Sorry if I ran into empty wrote this so you know what I meant here. I had to get